Welcome to the Rain in Threes podcast with Alan Ray and Mike O'Connell. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, hello and welcome to the latest edition of Rain in Threes. I am your host, Mike O'Connell, and I'm here with Villanova basketball legend, Alan Nathaniel Ray. Hey, Ray, what is going on, my guy? What's good, OC? I see you keep plugging my middle name in there. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, man. Come on. It's all good. What's up, Nova Nation? What's up, everybody? Happy to be here. Got that new logo, so I'm excited about that. Looking really good. Looking forward to talking some hoops today. Yes, sir. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's an exciting week for for Villanova basketball fans, for people involved with the team. It's uh, a lot of eyes on Mark Armstrong, a lot of eyes on Cam Whitmore uh, for two very different reasons, but both reasons to be very proud of if you are a Villanova basketball fan. We have Mark Armstrong that just got selected to the 2023 FIBA Men's U19 Team USA team. Impressive uh, feat for him, and Cam Whitmore will be a lottery pick in the 23 NBA draft to a Ray. So we'll get into both storylines there, but I mean, it's just, it's going to be a ton of fun as we continue to go and watch these guys grow and build on their careers. And luckily one of them still in school. So we're going to be excited to see Mark come back in the blue and white next season. But man, what an accomplishment for, for Mark uh, he's actually following in Cam Whitmore's footsteps. Remember last year with the uh, U18 FIBA tournament, which Cam was actually the MVP of. So that was awesome to watch. And now we have Armstrong, who just has been balling out, made the team. And now Team USA has an opportunity here in a group with Madagascar, Slovenia, and Lebanon. So they're gonna they're here to make some noise, and I'm excited to watch Mark really take over and hopefully lead that team to victory. Madagascar got a basketball team. That's right. <laughs> Not the movie, it's the country. I know. Um, but uh, first, I, I want to I want to say thanks for all the birthday wishes. Um, that was unbelievable. Appreciate the love from all you guys. Definitely, um, it doesn't go unnoticed. So definitely, thank you for all the birthday wishes. That was that was amazing. Um, now let's talk about Mark Armstrong, Cam Whitmore. Man, I just love Mark so much. I mean, everybody, everybody knows it. And just with him playing, just 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 hearing about how he's been playing at under under 19 USA is just is great for me. I already know that he can hoop. Everybody else knows that he can hoop. You know, I just feel like he's just in a tough position when it comes to the team part because I want to see him play a lot, like a lot. But is the minutes there for him this year to play a lot of minutes? But it's going to be a joy to get to see him play USA basketball this summer. We got to see him and um, um, him and Whitmore play last year, which was a treat to get to see those guys before they put on the Villanova uni uniform. And the chemistry that they had was amazing last year. So I'm looking forward to seeing Mark play just to see how he's developed. 
that's really what I want to look for in USA, just to see how much has he developed, how, how his shot has developed. The, the news from camp has been great when it comes to Mark. So I already know he's been doing good. Just want to see like the little things that he's developed in his game. And then we got Cam Whitmore going into the draft. It's always a big moment for any kid playing college basketball that has aspirations of going to the NBA. I mean, it's here now. On Thursday, he's he's going to hear his name call. So I'm, I'm definitely excited for that, for him, for his family. I know he's worked so hard for that. Um, he's predicted right now ninth. He was five. But there's a new there's a new mock draft that came out that has him down to nine now from five. So either way, I know he's gonna be a lottery pick. So I'm happy for him. Yeah, no doubt, A Ray. And yeah, absolutely. You got a lot of birthday wishes on on Twitter, man. It was great to see that. Yeah. And a happy belated Father's Day to you as well. Big time weekend. Yeah, no doubt. Uh big time weekend for you. And it's Great to hear that you had a little massage today to to relax uh, the muscles after a, a really a busy weekend for you. So sure did. I needed that <laughs> shoulders, full body, neck, everything. You know, I'm feeling uh, about 35, not 39. Yeah, no, nah, come on. You look 30, <laughs> man. You're looking good. So you're all yeah, you know, all positive vibes coming from you, my friend. So that's that's great. And uh, it's it was really cool to see everybody reaching out. Uh, to you and uh, hyping up the podcast and all the things, the great things that you have done and are going to continue to do for the Villanova basketball community, not only on Twitter and social media, but on the court, off the court. Just the impact that you have had, man, is uh, yeah. it's really impressive and it's uh, it's just a great it's a great honor to be working with you, my friend. So uh, you know the future is bright. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. I got you. I got you, man. Come on now. Uh, you deserve it. So, uh, A. Ray, like you said, it's uh, it's really going to be a lot of fun to to dial into the this FIBA uh, men's tournament. See what see what Mark has done uh, off the court, away from the cameras in the gym, and I, I think uh, just just based on what we've heard, based on what we've seen, and Nick, if you want to pull up the tweet really quick uh, from Dick Weiss at Hoops Weiss on Twitter, he said uh, Villanova sophomore guard Mark Armstrong was the best guard in the gym during Team USA U19 World Championship trials. May be hard to keep him out of the starting lineup. The Cats, who are the oldest team in college hoops, suddenly have an embarrassment of riches. A-Ray, your thoughts? Okay, so um, shout out to Dick because he covered me. That's how old I am. (laughs) Not saying anything about you, Dick, but you know. All right, so... I love that tweet because it's so true. Now, if Mark gets the opportunity, if Mark is playing like off the charts preseason and like it's a no-brainer, like you got to put him into the starting lineup, like you have to. Like no ifs, (laughs) ands, or buts about it. You better put Mark in that starting lineup. Right. But but then Dick also said like it's just like an embarrassment of riches because we just – I do feel like that now. After a couple of weeks, after everything has settled in, and like you kind of think about it, it's like you sit down as a Nova fan, like, damn, we kind of loaded, <laughs> you know? Like we are kind of loaded. So I get where he's coming from with that tweet. And it's, 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 it's one of the 
the realest tweets I've heard all month, you know. So it, it just adds to that suspense going into this year. You know, last year the suspense was, you know, I, I, I was going to say that it's different, but it kind of might be the same a little bit in, going in this year. You know, with Neptune last year, it was new coach, you know, like how can he handle it in the Big East? Now this year is like, all right. Now it's his team. He's put together his team. Like, let's see what he can do, you know, and can he improve on, on last year? So, no, nah, I wouldn't say it's the same. It's definitely. Yeah, okay. Definitely, I, was about to, I was about to go. I was about to go crazy, man. It's Come definitely. On. It's definitely different. Yes, it, it is. is. It is. In a good way. Yeah. But it's more pressure this year, for sure. No, than, that's, than, than it was last year. That's guaranteed, for sure. And, and rightfully so, because. I think he's earned that pressure, though, right? Because last yeah. year, obviously, a letdown, going 500, first round NIT exit. That's not, that's not what the Villanova basketball brand standards are up to nowadays, right? Yeah. So now, after completely crushing it in the offseason, the, the, the transfer is owned by Villanova. I, I, I can't stress that enough. I mean, you could say, oh, it's the third best transfer class. It's the, they're definitely top five. In my opinion, they're top two, and they're not two. I could say that, but I'm, I'm not going to say that. That's what I like when you take a stand like that. I like that. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's, it's, I, think the, the, I think the four of the, the guys that, that we landed this offseason are being underrated. I just look at, at, a, at a top 50 list. Lance Ware wasn't on the list. That's fine with me. I get mm-hmm. it. Guy, guy didn't play enough last year, and when he did, he was solid. Not great, but I think he's gonna gonna really develop and in, uh, in, in the Kyle Neptune Villanova system, it'll, it'll be a solid piece off the bench. But yeah. I saw Bamba was ranked number twenty four, which I think is too low. Then I saw Burton was thirty fifth, too low, and I saw Hakeem Hart was ranked forty fifth out of fifty, also too low in my opinion. I know I'm biased, but. Come on. I think just if you look at the, their body of work, what they've done in their careers thus far, the, the, the competition that they played against, the teams that they played with, that not, maybe not surrounded by that much talent, but they, I thought, really sh- have shown already what they're capable of. And now being in the position that they're in, you've got to rate them a little bit higher in terms of where they're at, where they already were at, at Washington State, at Maryland at Richmond versus now going into the Villanova system. I think they need to be higher. I think all three of them are top 30, especially Burton and Bamba. But, hey, I, I love it, hey, Ray. Yeah. I, I love being slept on. We're going to continue to – these guys are going to continue to be slept on until they prove something uh, once the, the regular season does start, and I think that's exactly what we're going to do. So, yeah, went we off in a bit there, but, yeah, like you said. We all have eyes. Like we see, we we've seen the highlights. We've seen their skill set. These guys, you're scoring double digits in college basketball. I'll take you. Like you're doing something right. Right. You know, college basketball is not. It's not like a pushover. You know, it's, it's there's some really good teams, really good guys in there. And me, I'm comfortable with how the guys play. I've looked at them. I've watched multiple highlights. I've watched games. Like I'm comfortable with these guys' skill set, and I'm comfortable with what they could bring to Nova next year. 
And like you said, being underrated, that just adds a little bit more fire. No like doubt. it really does. Yeah. It seriously does. No, it's 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 phenomenal. And I, I really think that people are just gonna continue to do that no matter what. I I don't know what it is. It's the stigma that Villanova just can't shake, even after what we talked about last episode about how dominant the 2018 team was and put a stamp on the culture of Villanova basketball. And now look at the NBA, look at how many guys are not just on teams getting minutes, but taking over teams, being star players like a Jalen Brunson. We talk about how, how important Josh Hart was to that team. I mean, yeah. it's, just, it's, it's incredible to me that people can just continue to sleep on us. But hey, <laughs> I, in a way, I do love it. And I think hey, it's going to continue to happen. So let, let it's what hate. Now, I could tell you something from being a player and like from being a little kid, I could tell you watching NBA games, um, let's say watching Kerry Kittles play or right. somebody and the announcers like, yeah, Kerry Kittles, uh, Villanova University, like that sticks in your mind. You know, I remember being a little kid and, you know, watching, oh, Grant Hill's on, on TV right now playing announcers like, oh, Grant Hill, Duke University. Right. So, so the recruits now that's watching the finals and they're like, Kyle Lowry went to Villanova University. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh yeah, I, and I got Villanova. Like I like them, you know. Like they're on my list. Yep. You know, so oh, Colin Gillespie, Villanova. Mikel Bridges, Villanova. Jalen Brunson, Villanova. Josh Hart, Villanova. Like kids are hearing this over and over during the playoffs and the NBA yeah. this year. Yep. Like that's that stuff. It it holds a big impact. Like that's that's recruiting without recruiting, because I tell you, like being a little kid watching basketball games, that stuck out in my mind. Hearing all those schools, it make you like want to go to those schools. So, absolutely, that's, that's just free recruiting for us. Yeah, free press and no publicity is bad publicity, especially when our guys are performing it the way that they have been and will continue to do so. And uh, it was uh, a story a couple of days ago. Dante DiVincenzo. Looks like he's going to be set to become a free agent uh, this offseason because it doesn't look like the Warriors can afford to pay his $4.7 million uh, extension. So, I mean, hey, if, if you're the Knicks, go out and get Dante, too. You know, add to the – make the the duo a trio kind of thing. Continue to, to, to rack up these Villanova guys. Unfortunately, Brian Archdiakono wasn't there uh, as a result of the Josh Hart trade. But mm-hmm. just I, – I, hey, are you kidding me, man? Everybody knows. We talked about Eric Spolstra saying, saying nothing but a high praise for Villanova guys. I mean, that's the, the, the cream of the crop right now when it comes to good, solid teammates that are going to play basketball the right way. And, I mean, we're going to get it. We're going to get to our all-time teams a little bit later on in the show. But talking about the draft, back to Whitmore, I want to just kind of finish, finish our discussion about Cam because it is a really exciting thing uh, for Villanova, and, and it's going to be more – free press, like you said, A-Ray, right? It's mm-hmm. going to be free recruiting. People are going to see Villanova basketball highlights of Cam all night long, all week long, watching uh, NBA draft coverage because he is that legit of a player. And his career, although albeit short-lived at Villanova, was impressive. He really had had some, some flashes there throughout game in, game out of just brilliance where he looked unstoppable. He looked like he was the best player on the court. He was jumping out the gym, posterizing people, and just making people look silly. It was it was incredible to watch. 
And uh, I'll never forget it, man. So uh, my question for you, A-Ray, is you mentioned earlier there was a possibility of him being a top five pick. Only one other Villanova Wildcat in history was ever a top five pick, and that was pitching Paul Arizon way back in the day. But in terms of top 10 lottery picks, we've had Tom Hoover selected seventh in 1963, Jim Washington ninth in 1965. Our guy Ed Pinckney went 10th overall in 1985, of course. Kerry Kittles went eighth in 96. And your boy, Randy Foy, went seventh overall in 2006. So, boy, boy. I, I think he's going to join that class, at least being in top 10. We'll see if he can slip in and go number five overall to the Pistons. But if not, the Pistons is looking like. I think Utah. it was what the the Jazz at nine. nine That's probably yeah. most likely, right? Yeah. Man, I would love to see him go five for sure. You know, yeah, just to like get that money, get that recognition. Uh huh. Uh huh. And I think it would be great for the school as well for him going going five. Uh, but either way, I mean, being a lottery pick, like you can't you can't be mad at that. Some <laughs> some special. some. Some guys might be mad at it. You know, they feel like they was overlooked. And I respect that. I respect that from, like, a competitive standpoint. But from a fan, from me and you, going, right. I'm I'm happy if I go 13, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I'm happy for Cam. Uh, let's see. Let's see where he goes. The reports are saying that he's kind of, he fell down to nine. He's been at five. For pretty much the whole summer and, you know, two days before the draft, he's down to nine. So we'll see. They they kind of swapped him out with this guy, Walker, from Houston. Yeah, right. Yes. Drace Carter, yep. Oh, sorry. Or Dr- so, no, you're right. Dr- Drace Walker. By Walker. That, by that. Yeah, yeah. So right. they kind of like flip-flop with them two. Yep. They both kind of the same size. I think Walker's a little bit bigger, maybe a little bit more physical, but... We'll see. It's, it's kind of interesting. And then yeah. Utah is trying to trade up. So Utah is trying to get to that five pick. So we'll see what happens with that. You never know what happens, especially on draft day, too. That's right. Yeah. It's exciting stuff, man. And and it's really great for, for the program. And I think uh, Villanova will be mentioned plenty of times throughout the week. And, and obviously, when it comes to Thursday night as well. Hey, Ray, I do not want to bring up any maybe not so fond memories, but I thought my family thought my dad, everybody that I watched Villanova basketball with when you were on the team mm-hmm. after the 06 season, we thought it was going to be you, Randy and Kyle, all three of you are going to be drafted. Yeah. I think it came as a big surprise that you were not drafted at least in the second round somewhere. What, what were your thoughts on draft night, draft weekend, whatever it may be back in 06 when you were, I guess, waiting to be picked, waiting for a phone call, waiting for something. Yeah, so I remember I was at my, what was that, my mother's house? Yeah, I was at my mother's house. Actually, no, I was at my grandparents' house. And we were we were watching a draft. Um, there was a couple of teams I talked to that were saying that they would take me in the uh, first round if, like, none of the big guards were still around, like Rudy Gay, Maurice Ager, th- those guys. So I remember kind of, not kind of, but falling out of the first round. And Boston had a early first round, a second round pick, and they took Leon Poe. 
And I remember being on the phone with Danny Ainge and my agent, and basically Boston was just saying, like, they're going to take me, they want to sign me. So I kind of knew even, I kind of knew, like, early on in the second, second uh, half of the draft that I was going to be going to Boston. But they didn't have any other picks left, so they couldn't, like, you know, physically draft me. Okay. So that's kind of why I didn't get picked by them and I don't I don't know if other teams knew they was going to take me I doubt it but I was I was cool once I okay. found once I found out Boston <laughs> wanted to sign me I didn't I turned that draft off <laughs> <laughs> right okay all right so you weren't ticked off about the fact that you weren't actually drafted but you were just excited you were cool about the fact that the Celtics were like hey we want you and we're going to sign you yeah well yeah. actually they said they wanted to bring me into the to mini camp so we had okay. a mini, we had mini camp we had mini camp after the draft. I went to mini camp. Uh, promise you, no lie. After the third day, Danny Ainge called me into the office. Was like, "We're gonna sign you. Like, we're gonna sign you to a one plus one." So it took me basically like two, three days to work my way in the contract because I w- I was so focused in those workouts and oh yeah, camp. yeah, like, dialed was, in. Yeah, I, I was super dialed in. So I was I was I was happy about that. And uh, I kind it kind of took it, it kind of felt like it was just relief knowing that going into summer league I had a team and I didn't have to like do some like extraordinary stuff in summer league to get signed you know what I'm saying because a lot of times that's the case with guys who's undrafted you know like they got to do the most to get signed so I was happy going into uh, summer league already signed and a part of the Celtics. Yeah, you gave him no choice. You're like, hey, I'm I'm here on a mission, man. You, you boys gotta give me give me those papers. I want to sign them right away. So I love that, man. That's a great story. Yep, it was me. Uh, Sebastian was there. Perkins, uh, Gerald Green, Al Jefferson. A lot of the young guys was there. Um, Delonte West. They didn't uh, play in summer league, but they was there working out and stuff like that. So it was cool. Then it was a couple of rookie guys that came in with me also um kevin hamilton kevin pissanago was on that team also Ooh, west virginia Uh, guy yeah yeah so you know i was like hey put him in the pick and roll so i could come (laughs) off (laughs) and hit these threes yes sir oh man that's that's awesome a ray um so it's funny because uh with the with the drafts when it comes to villanova guys one story always comes up, and it's Mikel Bridges in 2018, right? That's a, a classic story that is unfortunate for a lot of, uh, I know, Villanova basketball fans, they have a lot of Sixer fans that kind of have that overlap, right? Especially yeah. being uh, a school outside of Philly, there's that connection. Mikel's mother actually worked for the 76ers. And it was a really, it was a really beautiful thing for about five minutes when the Sixers drafted him and they inter- then, then ESPN was interviewing his mom about how happy, you know, she was to have him play for her organization, the 76ers. And then it just all went to, you know, it all went away in a, in a matter of a second, right? In, in a blink of an eye, it, that awesome, wholesome storyline changed. Because the Sixers traded 
Mikael Bridges to the Suns for Zaire Smith. That obviously did not pan out for the Sixers. And the Suns got a lot of great years out of Mikael. And I'm excited that, that he's moved on from the Suns because we talked about this last episode. He certainly has blossomed into a completely different player without all the different, I guess, characters that were on that Suns team calling for the ball, taking over the offense. And now McKelvey in Brooklyn is doing his own thing, building bridges, Brooklyn Bridges. Gotta love to see that. So that was a heck of a storyline back in 2018. Had to bring that up as unfortunate as it was for all Sixers fans and Villanova fans alike. Um, and uh, honestly, as a uh, as a Nick fan, I thought he was gonna <laughs> gonna go to the Knicks. Instead, they drafted Kevin Knox, which was a huge bummer to me, and ended up going 12 overall to the Sixers. Then traded to the Suns, but it is what it is. And I think Mikel uh, it turned out just a okay. What do you think, A Ray? I mean, what does that feel like to be called by the Sixers? drafted by them and then you think that you're going to be playing with them mom is there mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden okay nah you you're going to play with the Suns. yeah and phoenix way across the country right and, and like you're just so happy excited philly 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 and then all of a sudden <laughs> boom playing with the Suns. but that's, that's the nba you know it's, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely a business it's a business but the Suns sure wish they still had uh, Mikel right now. I tell you that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, man. even even though they just got Bradley Bill, they got four guys right now. They bench need some help. Like they bench really do need some help. Um, I like how when Bridges was with the Suns, he was straight, like three and D. You know, he's gonna go, he can guard all positions. And, like, he can provide a little bit of scoring, but he's going to knock down shots for you. And then he gets to Brooklyn, and he just shows his whole bag. You know, he can get to the rim. We know he can shoot it. He got a nice mid-range game. Can handle the ball. So it's it's really good to see, see Mikel and see what he's doing with Brooklyn. You know, sometimes the grass is greener on the other side. That's absolutely right. Yeah, he, he's uh, he was showing off how deep his bag really is, man, and it was yeah. uh, it was fun to watch, uh, even even just the, the the short time that he was in Brooklyn last season. But uh, excited to have New York as a Villanova basketball town once again, and not just in March when we're playing at the Garden because it's a uh, it's a takeover uh, for the Wildcats in Brooklyn and in New York. So really looking forward to that. We're going to continue to monitor those situations, especially. Uh, all of the Wildcats in the NBA, but the newest one upcoming uh, in Cam Whitmore. And um, this is a tr- little trivia question, A. Right? See if you can you can get this right. Who was the last Villanova player to be drafted in the NBA? The last player to yeah, be drafted. One. Most recent player. Um, Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Yes, sir. That's correct. He went 32nd overall. Uh, yeah. Early second round uh, was JRE back in 21 and got drafted by the Thunder. So good on you, A-Ray. I thought uh, I thought I was going to get you there. Nah, my young boy play <laughs> on his my young boy play on his AAU team. So oh, there you go. All right, so you know, so he was fresh in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, run GMC Bay. out in Kansas City. Hey, there you go. That's right. You, I think you mentioned that to me uh, not too long ago. All right, 
That makes sense. Yeah. I love it, man. I'm in the loop, um, man. I'm in the loop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Uh, and then Sadiq Bay uh, going in 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 twenty as well. So that was uh, that was a great team. Two slept on Wildcats right there were Sadiq Bay and Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Uh, Yo, two guys that were there Sadiq, for a couple years. Sadiq was like the biggest surprise for me. Really, I, I can I can sit here and say. I didn't see that skill set at Villanova. Wow. I saw Sadiq as like he was a knockdown shooter, can uh, create his shot and, you know, get to the rim. But I didn't think he was like super athletic or anything like that. Okay. But then towards the end of the year, like they kept playing. He kept showing me like little different things here. He started showing me a little bit more athleticism. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, damn, like maybe he can be a first round pick. And then he did go first round. And then he had like a 50 point game in the league. Yes, he had a 50 burger, my friend. Yeah, exactly. Nah, Sadiq is nice. Yeah. Like, he he he's nice. Low key, he's real nice. But nobody nobody really talks about him. No, he's so slept on. <laughs> he's uh he's a quiet guy as well. I actually I remember uh he 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 went he came up to me at uh one of the parties. We had while I was still at school, and he was like, "Yo, man, uh, I don't want to lose my sweatshirt. Can you can you put it somewhere safe for me?" I'm like, "Yeah, I got you, bro." So I put it in my bedroom for him. It was pretty funny. So it was a nice sweatshirt, though. You know, he didn't want to ruin it. He didn't want to get anyone spilling anything on it or anything like that. So I'm sure I held it, it, held it down for him. He was in college. They didn't have nil at the time. I'm sure it was a champion sweatshirt. You're absolutely right. It was a. Uh, it was like. A champion sweatshirt, it was like beige color, but it was clean, man. You know, yeah. he didn't want to ruin it. So I, I, I hooked it up for him. That's, the, that's about the, the, the extent of stories I have with Sadiq because he was just so mild-mannered and quiet. and Quiet. Just zeroed in, man. Quiet, so. quiet. No, that's I, – I, I do like Sadiq. I do think Sadiq is super slept on. He, he's nice as hell, but nobody yeah. ever talks about him. No, even when he scored that 50-point – uh, a 50 point performance. No, no one even really mentioned it. I think it was like, like one little like storyline on uh, Sports Center, and that was about it. So, shout out to Sadiq. Maybe we can get him on the show and uh, get him going a little bit. Yeah, uh, we have to go back we, a little bit. We gotta so. do something. Yeah, man, because <coughs> he, he's too way too underrated for my liking. And he's a, he's he's in Atlanta too. He played yeah. he's playing with the Hawks. That's right. Damn. Yeah, no longer with the Pistons. I was gonna say I should go on Twitter and be like, hey. Um, where does Sadiq Bay play? People probably don't even know. That that's a good that's a good point, dude. I don't know if uh, if everyone would say that because he, he that he when he was with the Pistons, that's when he scored the fifty point game. That's where yeah. he was drafted. But yeah, now with the Hawks, so we'll see. I, I I don't think that many people would know that, but everybody would just cheat and Google, you know. Now after this, I'm a, I'm gonna go on my Twitter. Actually, I'm gonna do it right now. I'm yeah, like, let's see. Some of the most underrated player in Villanova history. I like that Maybe. better than, than asking where Sadiq's playing. Who you think? Let's, let's see. Let's see how many people say Sadiq's name. Let's see how many people. <sighs> yeah. You got to say something like in recent memory, though. Say like last like couple decades or something, because because right. people might be pulling up names that that aren't. Uh, in the Jay Wright era, per se. So, yeah, man. Uh, Cam Whitmore. A, I was watching uh, some stuff on him. He had a uh, some good interviews and was comparing 
his game to the likes of Miles Bridges, Anthony Edwards, and the possible ceiling he mentioned of a Anthony Edwards or Jason Tatum. So that's an interesting, interesting point made by Cam. And I love the confidence. And obviously, he's a confident kid. That's what you got to be able to do to get to the point where he's at. And uh, I really hope he he pans out and 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 proves everybody right in terms of why he was uh, such a highly touted recruit coming out of high school, why he had all the hype surrounding him uh, at Villanova, and I think why he's going to be a lottery pick. So I'm rooting for the kid. Yeah, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be all right. You know, he's he definitely got a lot to prove. Yeah. Didn't really compared to everybody else that's like going lottery. And I would say that they probably got more game time than him, more mm-hmm. more experience than him. So he's definitely going to have a lot to prove. Um, people are definitely questioning him: Why is he going here when I did this? So it's going to be it's going to be a target on his back. And I think he I think he's ready for it. You know, he's from from B-more, so he's got that he's got that edge. Mm-hmm. We've seen it we've seen it a little bit this year too. So. I'm I'm looking forward to looking forward to this year. Can't wait to a summer league. I actually yeah. said there's no basketball to the fall, but we got something to look forward to summer league. We get to see Cam play. That's right. So I'm hype about that. Yeah, so we get to see Mark uh play coming up. Actually, that's uh this weekend. It starts pretty soon. I think the first game's on the twenty-third. Uh Slovenia, Madagascar, and Lebanon is who the Americans will be playing. I'm sure Mark will will have some great games against those three, and that's just in the group stage, and then they'll move on and so on and so forth. Uh, hopefully, if they play well enough. Hopefully we see Caleb and uh, and Brandon on a summer league team too. Yeah, that would be great. You kidding me? Yeah. I would love to so see far. them. I would love to see them on a summer league team. And both of them definitely deserve a shot. So For sure. Especially Slater with his athleticism. I mean, come on. So Yeah. Like, this could be good for Slater. If he gets on in the right situation and, you know, he has the playing time and the confidence, mm-hmm. he can get a, a camp invite. He could get signed. Same with Caleb. So, yeah. I mean, this this is what Summer League is for. Absolutely. Definitely what Summer League is for. Not that you needed it, though, A-Ray. You just needed a couple of days of minicamp and you were all good. <laughs> I mean, everybody has a different path. You know, everybody has a different route. And You're absolutely right. I was just lucky and I felt blessed that I was able to even put myself in that situation because I, I know it had been stressful playing summer league, like fighting for a contract against everybody else, you know, on, on the team. Like those yeah. those situations, people don't realize like those situations, like the G League, like the G League is tough to stand out in the G League is tough because that's what everybody's trying to do. Like, every single person in the G League is trying to stand out and get to the next level. So it's real tough, as opposed to the NBA, where you got your guys who love the game, and then you got the guys who's there collecting that check because it's a job. You know, so it's just different ways you could look at stuff. Yeah, no, no, 100%, A-Ray. Um, so good luck to to our guys Mark Armstrong Cam Whitmore I, I have uh nothing but respect for those two I know Mark's gonna come back next year and have a, a heck of a season and really really put the rest of the big East End college basketball landscape on notice so no doubt about that and cam uh, I, I think he's an absolute stud one of the most athletic wings I've ever seen play in person 
And I, I think he's most deserving of a lottery pick and I think a top five pick, hopefully, uh, if not if not the Pistons at five, the Jazz maybe trade up, snag him. We'll see. Yeah. But looking forward to Thursday night. I know we'll be texting back and forth, eh, Ray. And, uh, you know, it's just going to be a ton of fun. Great week for uh, Villanova basketball, per usual. Uh, so, A. Ray. With the onions. <laughs> Bill Raptor. Onions. Double order. Oh, I had to get that in there. Get those puppies organized. Don't don't worry. One day you're going to hear me count because, like, he counted my damn travel. <laughs> yeah. So when you hear me counting, one, two, three, you know what that yeah, is. That's right, man. That's right. Oh, God. Well, we're going to get into to that on, probably over the summer at some point. Um, and we're really going to hear your thoughts and have you go on a rant because that, that's uh, that's, that's that's going to require a whole other episode, eh, right? I had dinner with Raph, though, after that, a few years after that. It's all good. All right. You know, he know he made a mistake, so we we, we cool. Okay. It's, it's, we squared it away. Okay. Thank, thank goodness, man. And, and we was on Villanova campus, too, that dinner. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that was cool. Yeah. I got I got to question him about that on Villanova <laughs> campus. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're on your uh, stomping grounds there. He's not going to mess with you there. That's great. Oh, man. All right. Well, speaking of uh, of on campus, we I remember at the very beginning, man, we we're talking about, oh, Hunter Dickinson was uh, was on campus. People were taking pictures of him outside the Davis Center and everything. Everybody was so excited. Bro, you remember that picture? Like, that was like yeah. some movie picture. <laughs> yeah, he looked like he, looked like he was a, a, literally a, a celebrity or something like that, getting called by the paparazzi. Yo, when I saw that picture, I was like, Jesus. I was like, this is what NCAA has come to. Exactly. It's unbelievable. So, hey, Ray, the, the, the latest info, according to our sources, is that Dickinson received anywhere between $1.2 million and $1.4 million from Kansas. Okay, and to go along with that, Villanova had the money to match that offer, but actually chose not to because they believed that he was not a Villanova or team first type of guy. So, A-Ray, I mean, that shows that Villanova both has the big time NAL money to contend with just about anybody, whether that be Kentucky, Kansas, any of these big names, state schools that have these legitimate boosters piping in millions of dollars for their basketball program. But also, that Villanova, the basketball program, is not willing to stray away from the type of player, the mold, that the attitude culture that Jay Wright and everybody at Villanova built. They're not, they're not willing to get away from that. They're, they're sticking to their guns and really making sure that, hey, we, we want our type of guys. Yeah. I think it I think it came down to those two things that you're saying. With Villanova, it was okay, we have the money, but do we want to give this guy this money? You know? Mm-hmm. Like we have the money to give to you, but are you a Villanova player? Are you what we we're looking for? Mm-hmm. Now don't get don't get me wrong. I feel like if Hunter Dickinson was like, if you guys come up with a million dollars, I'll go to Villanova. And it probably could, it might have got done. Maybe. Who knows? But I think that it probably would have a guy like Hunter Dickinson. Um, 
but then we don't get him. So now it's like, hmm, maybe we dodged the bullet by not by not getting him. And all these reports are coming out about how he kind of it, it, it's kind of seeming like he's a money first guy with some of the reports that's coming out. You know, he 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 went to Kentucky for the money. His numbers about his money is coming out. So we probably did dodge a bullet with that. And it, it's kudos to Villanova to just like you said, okay, you're a high profile guy and, and everything like that. But, you know, you're a little bit too risky for what we're trying to do here. And we'll pass. You know, yeah. we have we have our we have our morals here, we have our culture here, we know what we want. And, you know, we'll pass. We'll find somebody else, we'll make it work. Right. Right. You know? And, and you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna settle on just being like, oh my God, we have to land this guy. This yeah. this is a this is a do or die situation. There's nobody else that we want. It's all about you, you, you. They're gonna be like, no, no, actually it's all about us. It's all about the team, it's all about the program. What we build here is special. We're not going to bend over backwards for you just because you want it a certain way and you you think a certain way. So, I, like you said, dude, kudos to Villanova, kudos to, to Neptune, Mark Jackson, Coach Wright, everybody else that that had a hand in on this yeah. and that stood up for what was right and what was the Villanova basketball way. And that mindset has worked even in the the, the most ridiculous times of the NIL where people are like, oh, my goodness, what is going on? Everybody's just chasing a bag, which, like like we talk about it, right? No, no disrespect. If you want to do that, by all means, more power to you. But in terms of preserving what Villanova, what Jay Wright, what the athletic department, what Villanova basketball has has become, preserving that and not getting away from the the core values of of what we we really stand for as a university and stand for as a program, the culture that that you played for back when you were you were a, a guard there in in two thousand six. I mean, yeah. come on. It's 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 impressive to me that they did not just fold under pressure of oh my gosh everybody is clamoring for Villanova to land a big time recruit big time transfer like Hunter Dickinson this is what what it's what it's going to take to return Villanova to its glory and get back to the Final Four and win the Big East and so on they yeah. said no we can we can go go do it our own way and what did they do a Ray that's exactly what happened when they got went out and got Hakeem Hart T J Bamba. Lance Ware and now Tyler Burton. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like like you said, we dodged a bullet, my friend. I feel this is what Villanova did. They 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 put a stamp. They put a stamp on they put a stamp on their culture moving forward of how it's gonna be. So let me give you an example of what I mean by that. Let's take a look at Miami University. When NIL first came along, Miami was like the first team to jump onto that with the money. They was paying players. They had they had money, so they getting guys in. Cause here we're giving you money, so the guys want to come here. And they had two good they had two good years back to back. They went to the final four this year, if I'm not mistaken. You're right. Yeah. So they had they had some uh, um, really good year. Now with Villanova, now they established okay, we're a school that has money. We have money, right? But we're true to our culture. We don't care how good of a player you are, mm-hmm. you know, if we have the money to pay you and you're willing to buy into Villanova's culture, then we can make it work. Yeah. But we're not just going to give you this money 
because you're one of the top players in the portal and we can afford to to grab you. Like, no, Villanova, when by not taking Dickinson, they kind of put that stamp on, like, listen, we're a team that got money. We can compete with other teams with money. But if you come here, you better accept the Villanova culture. If not, we don't want you. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's great moving forward. So now players know Villanova is a good school. They have money. But if I want to go there, I got to buy into that program. Like going to like a Miami Heat or something. Like if you want to go to the Heat, you got to buy into that program or it's not going to work. Perfectly said, it, right? That's uh, exactly what I was talking about, exactly what I meant. Because it's it, it is more impressive that they stuck to their guns and went out and did what they did after not getting Dickinson, not landing Dickinson. But at the same time, it's not even, oh, we didn't get Dickinson. We didn't land him. It's more of, you know what? We saw the opportunity. We thought they, they I mean, this is from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. They really thought if they were going to match that number that Kansas put out there between 1.2, 1.4 mil, that he was going to come to Nova. Yeah. You know, no, no ifs, ands, or buts. And that, Sure, maybe Justin Moore had something to do with that, the fact that they played together at Tamatha. Like, that's that, that's a legit connection they had, that they were good buddies from from playing high school ball together. But it is more impressive to me to maybe say, hey, Hunter, good luck to you. Go have fun in Lawrence. Yeah. And say, we're going to regroup here. We're going to look elsewhere, and then we're going to be able to find our type of guys, which is exactly what Coach Neptune and company did. Yeah, they did. They hit that portal. They were swimming in that portal this summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Swimming in it, man. Rick and Morty style. Shout out, Nick. So I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm, I'm, that was a good point that you brought up. So looking forward to them holding that culture yeah. next year, too. Right. You know? But I know they will. Uh, right, it's just gonna get, get like just crazier and crazier every off season. It's not gonna feel like an off season because there's gonna be so much to talk about. We're gonna be, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think specifically us. We're gonna be worried about retaining anybody, but God forbid that happens, and it's just gonna, it's, it's madness. And I feel like it's only gonna can, can continue to, to be that way. And as John Rothstein says, you know, portal combat yeah. is certainly uh, a legitimate factor here. Oh, you don't want to bring that up right now. You don't oh, want to. Oh, no? You don't want to bring up next year. Have people going crazy. Yeah, no, 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 no. Think no. about how many people we no. lose in next year. No, we are not, <laughs> we are not talking about that I, for as I, long as possible. I, all right, we won't talk about that. <laughs> what we are going to talk about, though, is A-Ray. It's something that we brought up in the previous episode, which was what? Our, our list. Yes, all-time. Our all-time list. All-time Villanova, first team, second team, and third team. We're going to draft them, and we're going to put them out there for all of our followers, listeners, audience members, however you want to refer to them as. And they're going to vote on which teams they like better. So don't come for me for my list, all right? Do not come for me. Well, they're just going to vote for me then. But I have to to draft a good team, good three teams too, if I want to win because – Hey Ray, if uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want a clean sleep either way. I think it'll be close. It'll be maybe you'll get two, I'll get one, something of the sort. We'll see. And, and we can't use the same player, so we only can use a player one time. That's so. correct. That's correct. And so, uh, you're you're gonna, drafting first. Challenging. Right? You got the first oh. overall pick. Am I correct? Wow. 
All right, I'll, I'll I'll take that. So I got a list here. So I'm I'm going yep. to look at this. ChatGBT, we have a list of seventy players uh, that ChatGBT got for us. I made a couple edits because I wanted to make sure that we included everybody. So um, I mean, I don't got- even know why. I don't even know why I'm looking at this list for number one. Kerry Kittles. All right, that's that's well, it, number one. Why am I looking at the list for Kerry Kittles? <laughs> Okay, that is that's the my, first uh, overall pick for A. Ray, Kerry Kittles. All right, you want to know what pick number two is? Am I going or are you going? I'm going. I'm I'm up. All man. right. So this is losers style. You losers out. Uh, you know no, what that so, is. <laughs> I th- I think so. What can you explain? What you're referring to? Uh, it's like <clears throat> when you play one on one, whoever scores. The other person gets the ball, so it loses out. <laughs> that's so correct. That's yes. Call. All right. Yeah. That's uh, that's what I figured you meant, but I was just making sure. But yes, <laughs> it's a snake draft. I'll, I'll I'll go like that in terms of all your <laughs> you fantasy football, basketball, baseball players out there. Uh, my first pick, second overall, is Ed Pinckney. Damn, that is my first pick. All right, you hurt you're me. You're up, A. Ray. Mm. You definitely hurt me with that <laughs> with that one right there. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I need a big man. I, I know that's big... I, I had to pick him. You know, <laughs> an yeah, abundance of guards, big... but I need somebody that's gonna protect the paint and pass the ball out to the guard for the three when he get an offensive rebound, even though he has to lay up. <laughs> that's the, that's the kind of big I need. All right, all right, all right, all right. So you know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and just get my point guard. I'm just gonna take Kyle Lowry. I'm gonna take okay. my point guard and I'm gonna okay. take Kittles. Okay, so you got Lowry and Kittles. That's uh, I'm impressed. That's that's a very solid start to your team. I'm going ahead and taking Jalen Brunson as my okay. second pick, fourth overall. Got JB. All right. So, I need somebody that's going to guard the other team's best player. So, I need a Mikel Bridges on my team. I need, that, I need that length. I need that length. I need that athleticism. I need that scoring. So, I'm, I'm going to go with Mikel. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Uh, this might be I, I might be reaching on this pick a little bit, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go ahead and do it anyways. Uh, I am going Josh Hart. Okay, I'm going Josh Hart. I like that sixth overall. All right, now now you for the number seven pick. You have Kittles, Lowry, and Bridges already in your team. That's pretty good, man. All right. So, I need a little bit more scoring. Kyle's kind of streaky for a three-point line. That's Mikel, Mikel, he, he, you know, he gets a little tired sometimes from guarding the other team's best player all the time or doing all that running around. So, I need <laughs> some help. I need some help with scoring. So, I'm going to go with Tim Thomas. I'm going to throw okay. Tim Thomas in there. Okay. We got Tim Thomas, Kerry Kittles. I like that. Yeah, you got 
I mean, hey, Ray, you got a legitimate team right here. You I got like, Kittles, like Lowry, Bridges. Now you have Thomas. So, I mean, you're you're almost identical to, to Kyle's team. For real? Um, swap out Pickney for Kittles. You have the same guys. Mm. Okay. That was a great pick. I have Ed Pinckney, Jayla Brunson, and Josh Hart. Mm-hmm. And oh man, this is this is so brutal. It is. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Eric Pascal. I'm gonna go Eric Pascal, eighth overall. Okay. That's where I'm going. Okay. Oh, man. So that's eight. You have, you have nine coming up. Kittles, Lowry, Bridges, and Tim Thomas. I need a dog. I need me, like, I need a bruiser. I need me a Villanova bruiser. There's a lot of them. I'm looking at damn. I see three guys right here too. I don't know who which one I, I wanna pick. A lot of options. Sheesh. I, I can't just pick anybody because I gotta worry about people coming for me. So damn. Can I, like, pass my turn on to you? No, you cannot do that. <laughs> Yo. Oh, man. There's just so many names on here. Hey, it's all right. I mean, this is this is the beauty of it, though. We Neither of us really prepared for this, right? We just got the list. We all looked at the list. And that was it. So that, this is the beauty of it. It's kind of like just going off by the, off the top of your head of Villanova basketball knowledge. Who do you want? At what position? And right now, you got Lowry. You can say Kitt Kittles and Bridges are probably you could both you could put them at your three. So you could go either way on this one. You could go. You could draft a five, a big man, or we could draft a a guard if you want a shooting guard. Up to you, man. It's because you could argue both Kittles and Bridges are small forwards. So I said I wanted some shooting. I'm gonna go with Chris Ford. Nice. Made the first three-point basket in NBA history. So I'm gonna go that's with right. Chris Ford. That's right, man. I'm a, that's my that's my team right there. Let's go. That's a great, that's a great first all Villanova team you got right there, ARA. And to finish up my top five squad is Randy Foy. I'm going to have him at the two. So I got Brunson, Foy, Hart, Pascal, and Pinckney. And you have Lowry, Ford, Kittles, Bridges, and Tim Thomas. That is, those are a couple of great starting fives right there, A-Red. Oh, see, you just messed up my whole second team. <laughs> <laughs> you just messed my whole second team up. The, the thing was, though, man, because we, we both valued the big men, 
I, I, I went ahead and picked Pickney second overall. So that really helped me. So on to the, the second team, all Villanovas, all right? All right. You know what's really going to help me? That I go first. Yes, and I that can, does. And I can snag Scotty Reynolds. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Okay, you're off to a good start. I was hoping he was still around. Hmm. Oh man, that's that's brutal right there. Cause now it's like, hmm, who am I gonna pick? Which one? All right. All right. I think I'm gonna have to go. I think I'm gonna have to go uh Colin Gillespie here. Okay. CG. Yeah. C G. All right. So this team right here, mm -hmm. I like Scotty Reynolds, but I got him the first guard. I don't want to put him at the point guard. Like this team, we're gonna be interchangeable, all right? And I like Scotty Reynolds and Alvin Williams in the backcourt. Nice. Like those are dogs right there. I was just thinking about drafting Alvin. That's like a that's a dog pound. Alvin Williams, Scotty, Scotty Reynolds. That's scary, man. Scary. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go OG style here, man. I'm gonna go throwbacks. One of the all-time OG greats, Pitchin' Paul Arizon. Hmm. So I got Paul and Colin in my backcourt. That's a good pick right there. Had to get him in there. Legend. Yeah, he is. Let's see. Let's see. All right, so you got Scotty Reynolds and Alvin Williams. I have Colin Gillespie and Paul Arizon for our second team, all Villanova. All right, I'm going to get some size. I need some size. Some shot blocking. I'm going to go with Howard Porter. Nice. 6'8". Hold me down, down there. 220. Can play the four and the five. Second round pick, 1971 draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you, you totally stole that one from me. Uh, God. Uh. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm going to have to go Dante Cunningham. Okay. Okay, Dante. Going to have to go Dante Cunningham, one of the most versatile big men in Villanova history. He had a great mid-range game, that guy. He did. All right. 
Let's see. I need a little bit more size. You hear my dog? Nah, you're good, man. Nick at night's got us hooked up. He's, he's canceling all the outside noise. We're dialed in. And she's literally snoring right now. <laughs> all right. So to my defense, you know, I, I didn't really watch a lot of these guys play, like older guys play. So I, I hear you. It's hard for me to just throw them on the list. I hear you, but man. I know. I don't know if I don't know if our uh, our listeners are going to be too uh, kind to either one of yeah, us. Yeah, they don't. They don't want that. But they don't want to hear that. But I'm gonna <laughs> go with uh, Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Ooh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Jeremiah. I think him and Dante Cunningham are, are similar with their big men type of styles. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go Javon Pinkston, JVP. Mm. I could just see Twitter right now, like, how are you not saying such and such? <laughs> oh, yeah, they're going to be crushing us. It's all good. I have no idea. Listen, I'm going to go. I want to go with some more size. So I got Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Mm-hmm. He could play on the wing, can step out. We got Howell Porter holding it down in the paint. That's right. Scotty, super buckets. Alvin Williams <laughs> can score. Alvin Williams going is the is the dog on the team. He the leader. So I think it's good to put Chef on this team. Oh, damn. I put Chef on here because I know Alvin Williams is going to keep him in line. He's going to keep him in line, and Chef is going to be on the glass. He's going to be getting put-back dunks. Yeah, he, Chef, I that's like a great that. pick, man. I was I, like I was kind of trying to save him for my third team. but I like that. I know some people might not agree with it, but I'm, I told you guys I'm sorry. It's a long list. There's 70 people on this list right now. And I've probably seen, I don't know, 30, 35 play. I hear you, man. I hear you. Because um, it's, 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 it's brutal because there's almost, like, I, I literally, I had Howard Porter. And I just completely missed him. I mean, the, my li- the list is just is too is too damn long. <laughs> Chat GBT gave us too many names, and then I had to add more. But so that's good on you for for scooping them up because I should have I should have drafted them way earlier. Okay. Sorry, man. I've been killing myself with this mic today. It's all good, man. All right, so you just drafted the chef. So that completes your second team. Scotty Reynolds, Alvin Williams, Howard Porter, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, and Daniel Ochepo. I mean, <laughs> you got some serious size on that team, man. Sheesh. Yeah. That's that's what I was going for for a second team. You know, I wanted uh, them to play bully ball. That's why Alvin Williams on that team. Yeah. I got a couple dogs on my team as well. But, 
you definitely got the size. But I'm going to have to match up the size because it's going to be second team on second team. So I'm going Malik Allen. Mm, that's your first pick? No, no, no. That's the, my last pick on oh. my second team. Damn. Now, now I can kind of match up with your size a little bit. That's that's the idea there. So I got a video. I dunked on Malik Allen. <laughs> no way. I, I did. When he was with the... Uh, when he was with the Bulls, I was with the Celtics. It yeah. came off the it came it was like it was off the rim. That's I came sick. baseline. I came baseline and he jumped and I just jumped a little bit higher. Got it over him. I got that video. Woo! That was yeah. like that, that was like one of the first games I, I really played in the NBA against Chicago at in Chicago. That's dope, man. We gotta pull up that video. Yeah. I got gotta it. send that to send that to Slick Nick. I definitely do. All right. So All right. On to the third team, A Ray. All right. I I'm have go. Ooh. Oh, hold on. You got Ooh. it. Is is my goal or your goal? It's your turn. I, I'm saying my team is Colin Gillespie, Paul Arizon, Dante Cunningham, Javon Pinkston, and Malik Allen. Your team, Scotty Reynolds, Alvin Williams, Howard Porter. Jeremiah Robinson Earl, Daniel Ochefu. I mean, that is some serious size, man. We gotta, we gotta make it hard for Colin. <laughs> yeah. If, if if we was gonna play, well, we're gonna make it hard for Scotty. So there you go. True. True. All right. So my third team, which is probably blasphemous to have him <laughs> on the third team, but <laughs> he he's on my third team, and. I need a point guard. I need somebody to to run the team. Yeah. I'm going to go with Bill Melfioni. There you go. All right. 6-1 from Philly. He's from the Philly area. So Bishop Cherry. He went to Bishop Cherry Hill mm -hmm. High School. Or I don't know. Either way, he's number one on my uh, third team. Okay. Whew, this is so tough, man. All right, well, Daniel, you picked Ochefu. Cunningham is gone. Pinkston's gone. I'm going to go Corey Fisher. Mm, Fisher. Corey Fisher. Fisher Price. Fisher Price, man. You know it. Bronx native. He's toying with defenses back in the day, man. Just Bronx, toying with him. Bronx native. Yeah, he he definitely shifty with the ball. Oh, yeah. I, I do not want to get caught on the island with him. No, man. man. Slice and dice you. Man's got some handles. Yeah. I'm going to go with, wow, they got Dominic Cheek on this list. <laughs> I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Sadiq. Sadiq wow, we were just talking about him. Yes. Uh, NBA 50-point scorer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, got, you got any good responses on your tweet yet? Nah, because I, I want you to, to tweet it out on the, um, the podcast okay. Twitter. Okay. Okay, so you got Melchioni and Sadiq for your first two picks. Mm -hmm. 
I have Corey Fisher. And I'm going to go Ryan Archdiakono. Mm. To complete my backcourt there. Oh, yeah. I am going to go. So I got Sadiq and I got Melchione running the show, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Sadiq is going to give me buckets. I'm going to go with Doug West. Nice. I'm going to go Doug West. That's what I'm going to go with. I like Doug West. Can't go wrong there. 6-6. Six, six. Let's make sure. Yeah, 6-6. Six, six. Minnesota got drafted second round. I need some athleticism on this team. You know, yes, Sadiq, 50 points in the league. Not the most athletic. Melchione, back in his time, I'm assuming he's not athletic. So I'm going to go with Doug West. Bring, get a little athleticism on his team. <laughs> okay. We ain't got no. We ain't got no. All right, I'm going to go, I'm going to go big man. I'm going to go Jason Lawson. Mm. Mm. 6'11". That he a big body. He used to he used to come back in the summertime yeah, with uh, with Alvin and them guys to play to play with us. Back in the nineties, had a great four year career for the Wildcats. Mm -hmm. So that's my that's my five right there for my third team. That's five already. No, that's my. I'm saying he's oh. playing my five. Okay, okay. So I was about to say. you got Melchioni, Sadiq Bay, and Doug West. I got Corey Fisher, Ryan Archiacano. And Jason Lawson. So, four more picks to go. Two for each of us. Dante DiVincenzo. The big wow. ragu. Wow. I got to get the big ragu in there. I played what in up, Italy Tay? for what? Seven years? Eight years? Yeah, man. Mamma mia. <laughs> okay. Dante DiVincenzo, mamma Magnifica, mia. magnifica. <laughs> molto bello, eh? Molto, molto bene. Escúcheme, por favor. Dante DiVincenzo, molto bello, eh? <laughs> Ciao, bella. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Que cazzo vai, eh? Que cazzo vai? Wow, you're taking Dante. Oof. This is so tough, man. All right, I'm taking him. Darren Hilliard. Damn. I six, like six Hilliard. lefty. Oh, man, he was so fun to watch. Bethlehem Steel, baby. I like him. I, I really do like his game. He came before Josh Hart, right? That's right. Yeah. I like him. I like his game. That's right, my friend. Yeah. All right. Left-handed, too. Smooth. Yeah, he was extremely smooth. 
So how many I got left? How many picks I got left? One final one, pick one. for your third team. All right. Let's make this a good one. Let's make it. <laughs> I want to get a little bit more size. Not like that. Yeah, I mean, you got. Yeah, you don't have much size. I mean, how tall is Doug West? Six six. Okay, you're yeah, you're lacking a little bit, man. Don't worry, I got something. Dante six five. Uh oh. Uh oh. Six eight. John Pannon. Throw him in there. Throw Big John in there. <laughs> we need you down in the paint. Throwing people around. He's a wide body, too. I don't know if you've ever seen him. Thick. Just throw your body around. Yeah. Get some fouls. I'm, let's go. Let's do it. All right, man. My final pick for the third team, all Villanova, Chuck Everson. Mm-hmm. Talk about a big body. Yeah, that's a big body. That name was uh, big guy, big Chuck, baby. It, it it was staring at me a few times. No, that's that's a it's not a bad pick right there. It's not a bad team at all. All right, man. Well, we that was that was a lot of fun. We're gonna we might have to do that again <laughs> another sure. time. And just uh, just kind of keep it keep it rolling like that. Maybe get somebody else involved so it makes it even harder for us. But there's so many names, right? It's almost like you're overwhelmed at some points. You're like, ah, oh, who do I go with? It was. Um, but that was fun, man. We just went off the top of our head there, just rolling with it. And I, this is how it turned out. So uh, Nick will, will pull up the graphic for us. In A-Ray, so your first team. Kerry Kittles, Kyle Lowry, Mikel Bridges, Tim Thomas, and Chris Ford. That's a nice squad. That's a great squad, man. You kidding me? My first team, Ed Pinckney, Jalen Brunson, Josh Hart, Eric Paschal, Randy Foy. Nobody's scoring on that team. That's As legit. If, that's lockdown like, deep. Yeah. Just for those that don't understand out there, like nobody's scoring on that team. Correct. They're great defensively. Thank you for... For really shouting out what I was going for because that's that's what I had in mind, man. Defense wins championships, and it's gonna be fun to see where it goes on these votes, man. It's gonna be. Fun I didn't to even see who wins. I didn't even realize it until you just named that uh, team out like that. I was like, wow, that's exactly. a defensive squad right there. So second team for UA Ray: Scotty Reynolds, Alvin Williams, Howard Porter, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, and Daniel the Chef Oshepu. Kind of big squad there. Yeah, that you know, is a that is there's you got some trees on that team, man. We That's just a trying lot to of length, a lot of height. We just trying to switch everything. That's all. Just trying <laughs> to switch everything. Just have, have a team. Everybody could kind of switch. You know. I hear you, man. Colin Gillespie, Paul Arizon, Dante Cunningham, Javon Pinkston, and Malik Allen. That is my second team. Talk like about length and height, man. Bruises too. Yeah. Oh man, JVP. Ah, oh, I, I love that guy. Got had some really fond though. memories. Oh uh, yeah, you kidding me? Absolutely. Yeah. But he he had an unbelievable game. We talked about uh, our Villanova Michigan games. So this must have been 2013. 
Villanova, Michigan. I remember they were playing on ESPN, and Pinkston had one of the most clutch blocks you could possibly have against Michigan to, to basically win us the game. It was phenomenal. Yeah, I think I've seen that. Um, that was a great memory of mine growing up. And for our third teams, A. Ray, Bill Melchioni, Sadiq Bay, Doug West, Dante DiVincenzo, John Pinone. And for me, Corey Fisher, Ryan Archdiacono, Jason Lawson, Darren Hilliard, and Chuck Everson. That's a big Jason Lawson and Chuck Everson. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. The big fellas. And how about that backcourt, though, too? Even Hilliard's great at the three. Fisher and Archie. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's fun, man. So Nobody's staying in front of Fisher. Exactly. So that, that was a blast, man. We're, we're definitely going to do something similar to that. I'm excited to see what the listeners, what, the, what everybody on Twitter thinks of, of our teams. I'm sure we'll catch a lot of flack. But in all honesty, I'm just glad, uh, glad we did that. And I'm excited to see uh, who wins, eh, Ray? So you want to you place a little fr- friendly wager on this? Yeah, we definitely can. Um, I already feel like I am a GM already, so <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and just take the crown now. And I just want to say sorry to the um, Massimino era fans because it wasn't a lot of you guys players on the list. But yeah, hey, Dwayne McLean, Barry McLean, Gary McLean, Harold Presley. I had pick, I picked Pinkney first overall for my team. Chuck Everson made an appearance there at the end. Yeah, Listen, we, I'm just I'm just trying to be more empathetic, you know. I'm I hear just you, trying man. to I'm just trying to work on empathy. I I, I, <laughs> I, I, I feel for those guys who, you know, in Massimino era, you we. And, and I want to hear from them, right? I want to yeah. hear from them. Yeah. So maybe that's maybe that's the next. <laughs> maybe that's the next uh, <laughs> next thing we'll do. We'll go by era, right? We'll go by the like uh, decades, something yeah. like that. Something more makes it a little bit easier. To to get every everybody's team on there because I know or not team just players right mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll we'll figure it out that was a that was a fun fun little trial little exercise there for us and uh, we're gonna continue to do things like that and get everybody involved and yeah, I'm excited to see what the results are like uh, on Twitter man because uh, I I hope we get a lot of votes that's 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 the bottom line and we'll see who comes out victorious whether it be you or me, but I, I think you, you might have a little bit of a, of a bias toward you. People might might trust you a little bit more than me, which uh, <laughs> you know, rightfully so. I, I uh, when the when the season comes, we go, we turn that around. When the season comes, we turn that around. <laughs> People change they they mind. That's right. You. Then, they, then you're going to be uh, public enemy number one, man. Yeah, I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we do have uh, some exciting stuff coming out in terms of merch. For the podcast, uh, the Rain Threes. Hopefully, you guys have noticed our new logo. Uh, it, it's really, I think, a, a model after a Villanova type of uh, a vibe. It gives off that championship era that we've lived on in 16, 18, Final Fours in 22 and 09, and uh, the Big East tournament type of vibe. So, I really hope you guys are, are enjoying it. We got a, a great new look for those of you watching on YouTube. And uh, you guys are going to be able to get T-shirts, hats, polos, sweatshirts uh, pretty soon. So we're going to have uh, all of that for you available, uh, hopefully within the next week or so. So just keep your eyes peeled for that. That's going to be fun. And hopefully 
next episode, A-Ray, uh, we'll be wa- rocking some Rain and Threes merch. Yeah, I need some of that. I yeah, need man. some of that stuff ASAP. When, it's com- when it comes out, make sure y'all grab that, too. Yeah, no doubt. Right away. Because it's going to be flying off the shelves quick, man. Yeah, because OC going to buy all of it. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> but he's making fun of me because I got a different hat every, every episode. That's why. Every episode, different yeah. hat. But that's what's up, OC. So I roll. But, uh, hey, Ray, a little sneak peek for next episode. We're going to really dive into the 2025 recruiting class. Uh, the, the, the period has just opened in terms of uh, teams, programs, coaches being able to reach out to these uh, these youngsters. So it's going to be fun to, to to really explore some of the some of the guys that Villanova has on their radar and who Coach Neptune and company has reached out to already. Already a few guys on the list, and you're, you're going to hear all about that on the next episode of Rain and Threes. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. These guys can really play. If you have not seen some of these recruits play, some of the recruits that we're going after 2025, really good. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a good episode getting to talk about those guys. And when I say good, I mean ready to come in and contribute freshman right. year. Freshman That's year right. good. So we, 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 we doing some good things right now. Love it, A-Ray. All right, man. Well, with your... Just like with just some great knowledge and great fun all around tonight, hey, Ray. It's always a pleasure. And uh, once again, happy belated birthday. So glad you got to enjoy your Father's Day and your birthday on the same weekend. It's uh, always a pleasure to, to do this with you, my friend. Appreciate it. You know, like always, happy to be here. Thank you, guys. Looking forward to the next show. And yes, we sir. did an hour and 45 today. Yes, sir. Something like that. That's that's a that's a long time. <laughs> I don't know if it was that long, hey Ray, but it was it was up there. But well, we was on for that. Yeah, shout out to that's our cool. guy uh, Nick McGow uh, behind the glass, really hooking us up. So, uh, with your uh, with I am your host, Mike O'Connell, with a Ray. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Rain and Threes, and we'll catch you guys next week. Next week, peace. <laughs>